Hi, I'm Paul from Global Voice Network, and uh, this is an episode of Solutions for the Planet with Doc Peter on logical thinking. And uh, I, we've got Doc Peter in the house, and we're going to bring him in here because one of these uh, the topics we're going to be covering today is juicing, but juicing what? Hey, Peter, how you doing? All right, I, I could use a little cannabis myself, brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, <clears throat> talk about letting the cat out of the bag. Yeah, well, so, sometimes you sometimes you gotta go straight for the jugular with the humans, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, among other things, among other things, uh, we're going to be talking about the importance of the whole food, whole foods in general, but in particular. Uh, cannabis and hemp and and no don't get all worried we're not we're not trying to take you down in a non-demide ride on a magic carpet Uh, THC is only psychoactive when it's heated so if you juice it and eat it raw uh, there's absolutely no psychoactive effect so but there's all kinds of other effects we're going to be talking about and uh, you're also going to be having Dr. William Courtney with us today, aren't you? Uh, he's, he's the perfect candidate to explain about this plant because uh, our doctor friend is growing on a nice island down south. Okay, so uh, let me bring him on. Sure. Uh, Dr. Courtney, how are you? Very good, very good. Very nice good. Here. Beautiful backdrop. Out of control rainforest much? That is, it. they have bananas and just it's all going on. And there are papayas, pineapples, and it's crazy. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's got the thing going on. <laughs> That's for sure. Real dense nutrition, not like what they're doing to the food here in America. They're trying to destroy our food supply over here, uh, Doc. Yeah, I've been following that. Graphene. I mean, what what is wrong with these people? What makes somebody so possessed to destroy the food? in america and then we're going to recreate uh what are they uh the the uh, the, the uh the, the monkeys over there uh, uh schwab and company i, I say yeah uh, you're gonna eat bugs and be happy you know i mean what the hell's wrong with these people um you'll be broken you'll be happy that's their objective is they want everybody just disassembled so they have no no they have nothing but it's not it's not going very well here in america for them yeah, you will have nothing, and you will be happy. <laughs> I don't think so, Charlie. <laughs> anyway, Sorry, you Charlie. Get off on the track. How is it that you've been down to the island there, Doc? What field of medicine were you in when you started? Um, I've been in uh, raw cannabis since about 2004 or five, um, And a friend of mine that I went to medical school with asked me to uh, give him an approval. I was a little reluctant initially, but... Uh, once I looked into it, it's like I approve of your use, on my use, uh, every every human being on the planet's use, because it really is, a, in my mind, a dietary essential. Vegetable. It's the best vegetable. It's been around for 28 million years. In case the people didn't think the plant just arrived here yesterday, no, that's big farmers put the kibosh on this plant for the last hundred years, well, since 1937, because big farmers doesn't like competition. You see, because Doc Peter actually makes an activated compound medicine that actually. Uh, allows him to get off of opioids, heroin, morphine, cocaine, you know, the, the bad drugs that are really drugs. This is not a drug. But I do activate it, the compound, in this four-ounce jar 
approximately 88 doses. You take a pea-sized dose, put it under your tongue, doc, just like you're saying. You got, we got to put it under our tongue so it can uptake through those little neuro, neuro, neurotransmitters underneath the tongue. And that's the key. Uh, anyway, so you've been on that island for seven years. Uh, anyways, what what pulled you into this realm with the cannabis? Um, well, I actually came to the island. We were going to do an end-stage cancer treatment facility. So that's the reason I ended up coming to Dominica. But prior to that, I uh, was in Northern California, Humboldt, Mendocino, and um, had uh, 8,000 growers back in the day before the corporations and licenses. And so I got my education from uh, the people doing the growing and taking care of themselves. And it really, I mean, I would go anywhere to learn something, but uh, the really critical information came from the people that were treating their injuries and their pains and their medical conditions with what they were making their living on. So it was kind of a twofer thing that uh, provided them with cash for all the other mortgages and insurance, uh, but provided them with health and in really unique ways. And so it was uh, my great blessing to have these very experienced uh, people who really knew the plant. They knew it intimately. They had it available, you know, in their yard. And uh, they were the ones that were using cannabis besides the psychoactive heated versions. They were, uh, they were using it in salads and they were, you know, drying it and grinding it up. And so they, I really got uh, the working education from, the uh, farmers in uh, Northern California. And there's, a, there, you know, and I, I'm, I'm hooked up with a couple of growers here on the planet. I got a friend over, I got two friends over in Colorado. Um, <clears throat> a matter of fact, I, the gentleman's coming down to visit me here in Destin, Fort Walton area in about two weeks. So we're going to learn to connect. Uh, he, he's uh he grows lots and lots of hemp, you know, and I have my sister, Barbara Filippo, who's in the hemp textiles industry. He's got tons and tons of the fibrous stalk which she knows how to decorticate and she that's Barbara's also in Colorado. I met her in 2014. She actually makes hemp socks, hemp shirts, hemp t-shirts, hemp silks. She's a master of the universe. She spent 21 years in China teaching them how to get it right. That's how sharp this lady is. I had the pleasure to meet her in 2014. So I want to connect her with my grower that I'm going to meet up here with two weeks. He's got a couple hundred thousand pounds of plant matter as well. So that's going to probably keep us a little busy. Um, mm. But I would I want to create a hemp powder. There's a company out of Canada. They have a hemp powder. It's a very dense nutrition, brother. By but then because uh, all they do is grind up the leaves, I guess, made it to a fine powder. But yeah, hemp. It's got the omegas, threes, sixes, uh, nines. It's a uh, helps offset blood sugar issues, blood pressure issues. I mean, it's the most amazing plant, and it doesn't get you high. Hemp powder is just. You take it as a food-grade supplement on your salads, put it in your juice, or you can make pancakes. I mean, find some recipes. This is a a collective superfood, unparalleled, and nobody's talking about it. I mean, you got all these other companies selling green stuff, but this is the best green stuff on the planet. If you keep it in the cannabis realm, because it activates, uh, you know, it's, it helps the endocannabinoid system and all the receptors. Because most people, I'd say 95% of America is endocannabinoid deficient. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, and then the cannabis provides the exogenous of the exocannabinoids, and uh, it really is amazing in its ability to support that endogenous cannabinoid system. And the more that you learn about the ECS, the more you understand about cannabis. And so I urge anyone listening to this, Go to Wikipedia and look up endogenous cannabinoid system. And uh, well, 
or go and go online and go find the book Road to Ananda. It's not coming out. Uh, it's like I'm yeah. in a hologram or something. It's not showing. Yeah. <laughs> That's that a, uh, you got to hold it in front of you. I see that. Uh, no, it's doctors at the bottom. This is a great book. This is a, should be mandatory reading for every medical type on the planet, including nurses. Yeah, yeah. just it it isn't working. Just put it down. This, 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 is, this, is, written, this is a by Doctor Joseph Mercola, uh, Doctor Carl Germano, CNS, CDN, and Doctor Raphael Macholum from Israel. Yeah. Put it right in front of your face. Right, right in front of your face. Maybe that'll work. There you go. Road yeah, to Ananda, nice. folks. This should be required reading for all humans on planet Earth because you have a system. You have a human being that needs to be fixed. And if you don't understand why, then guess what? For $20, you can dig into your education and find some real truth. These doctors did an excellent bang-up job on this book. And, but it's a you don't have to be a Wharton School of Finance graduate or a doctor to understand this stuff. They broke it down to easy terminology for us humans. I love it. And it's interesting that anandamide is, you know, one of the lead endogenous cannabinoids, you know, so it's probably the, not only is it the idea of bliss, but it's, it's a bliss molecule inside and the historical ramifications go back thousands of years. So an yeah. excellent, excellent word, excellent term. <laughs> and it was, uh, yeah, I didn't know, uh, you know, when I got this book two years ago, it was like, wow, the light came out of my head. I mean, I, I know a lot of stuff, dog. I mean, I do a lot of research on the plant. I've done, I go, there's, there's like 22,000 articles written up on this plant, yet it's been marginalized and put into the mothballs of hell in 1942. They took it out of the pharmacopoeia. Why, 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 why would they do that? Well, we already know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, um, oh, here we go. Introduction yes. to juicing cannabis. There we go. Yeah. So that was what I've been doing primarily for the last 10, 15 years. Um, I initially was doing dried leaf. Uh, one of my patients was do, would take the leaf, dry it, and put it in capsules. So I started doing that for maybe a year, year and a half. And then at a uh, conference in Canada, uh, I was introduced to the terpenes. And I knew that they were going to be very robust in the living plant. Uh, they're so small that they can drift away in the air. So anything that you do to process the plant, the terpene uh, content falls off. So we, we moved to uh, we moved from dry leaf to wet leaf and uh, juicing it was just a way of dealing with the fiber. But you have to really be careful because I've had quite a few patients who uh, did not like the fiber to the extent that they blended it uh, till they cooked it. And um, if you if you cook it in like a real powerful uh, blend tech or um, Vitamix, you can actually decarboxylate it. And I've had people who were quite surprised when they <laughs> We're used to it being non-psychoactive, and suddenly well, they I'll say, oh, Hello. Yeah. Uh, honey, I'm home. Well, see, yeah. Doc, I make, I make a nighttime medicine with THC in it, and it's dedicated to help the human sleep, rest, because most of the people, especially the ones that are on the chemo games, Doc, they're in a state of distress, huge distress. They got them on opioids. The brain ain't working. The body ain't working. The stomach ain't working. I mean, when you get on opioids, it stops all peristalsis, which means your intestines quit working. You become a toxic waste dump. Their yeah. poisons don't fix anything. But the upside is they can get on this, and they'll sleep for 10 to 12. It's a, a dose lasts about 10 to 12 hours. That's how This is very good. But it's not a head high, Doc. It's a body high. I take my own medicine. I've been taking it for seven years. 
it activates all the neuronal pathways because you're not you need to expand your neuronal plasticity and that's what cannabis does mm -hmm. it's Very a brain easy. food it's really a brain food now it's a well it's a whole body and brain food i mean yeah. that's what i like about the pace for I, I have people with lots of different issues on the planet but it, it goes to work on just about all of them because uh, it's once it clears the human energy field then it goes to work and it's amazing because you have a feeling of self well-being now we have a cbd pace that's legal in all 50 states without a medical card isn't that amazing doc all these other states they got people going to get scripts you gotta go get a script you gotta, you gotta get your medical card what a crock of crap it's another rig gig game that's only about the money so with our paste with the my daytime pace it's legal in all 50 states and you don't need a medical card and you don't need a permission slip yeah yeah permission for health i mean it's you know what they they're restricting prevention and the really major thing about this plant when you use it as a food and either juice it or put it in your salad is you know, it's its ability to prevent problems. I mean, you can use it, but the only reason you need it as a medicinal is when you forgot to use it as a dietary. Because if you put it into your diet regularly, you'll take care of those issues at a subcellular level before they even become subclinical, yet alone clinical presentation. So, um, you know, when you're doing that juicing cannabis and you know, the flavor is a little, a little strong. I prefer yeah. to put some carrot juice, apple juice, and some other vegetable or fruit to just kind of make it uh, more pleasurable. Because if you're going to be doing it you know, a couple times a day, you, you want to enjoy it. And, uh, sure. you know, a, a little bit of other vegetables and fruits, not only do you get the benefit of them, but you also get some of their flavors that uh, make it uh, more palatable. I noticed down there, you also talk about the cannabinoid acids. And that's, you know, is an area of a very strong interest of mine. Uh, there's an excellent United States patent on the medicinal acidic cannabinoids. You can pick that off of Google. And if you can't, uh, ask Dr. Bill at Gmail, send me a note and I'll uh, send you a copy of it. I don't know if I, I'm not sure I can legally do that, but I can tell you how to get a copy anyways, because it's uh, available for free on the Internet. But you want to if you understand the medicinal acidics, then you really have a handle on the raw green plant, whether it's juiced or shredded or um, we were uh, talking, I think, on the last meeting about, you know, possibly uh, turning it into uh, something that you could st uh, tuck between your cheek and jaw and make a chew out of it. And I do that with the raw plant. I mean, and I think that is excellent. But if you don't have the raw plant around, it'd be nice if there was a product, you know, like your product, which you can put a little plug between your leaf. What's, yeah, you, what's you the, can leave uh, that little yeah, that pea size does leave it on your tongue for as long as you want until it dissolves. I mean, it it, it, yeah. it works like a charm. Yeah, yeah and yeah, uh, yeah, that's what we tell you know that's what we tell people. We tell you, you know put it up underneath the tongue because you got all those little veins under there, and now it doesn't have to go through the stomach to break down. So it's activating through those uh, transmitting uh, um, cells, uh, the blood cells uh, underneath the tongue. And the uh, you know you talk there's a accentuation of two way cellular communication. I mean it's very interesting that the endogenous cannabinoids are generally produced in the post synaptic nerve, and then they come back across a synapse to the presynaptic nerve. In general, in the brain, all energy information flow goes presynaptic, crosses the cleft, and then goes to the postsynaptic. The cannabinoids are one of the few things that provide feedback. And so they actually go in the opposite direction, bringing, uh, bringing the information to that presynaptic to modulate uh, how it impacts you know, the postsynaptic nerve. So 
a very those endogenous cannabinoids are very important in regulating the system. And so when you when you bring in dietary or exogenous cannabinoids, you're support, supporting a very critical feedback regulatory system that um, you know helps tune tune the uh, the stimulus that the presynaptic is providing to the postsynaptic nerve and makes that system more effective. Yeah. Okay, and let me get this straight: CBD oil doesn't do this. No, okay, yeah, and see, Doc, this is another thing that get, gets me frustrated. I entered into making the food grade paste with Brad. I joined up with his giddy up in 2015. Um, but Brad's been making this paste, and he created this process and of uh, making the paste. And I, it's it's amazing because you're going to get the uptake of all the, the terpenes and everything. But the problem with the oil makers, GW Pharmaceuticals owns the patent on oil. They own 86 patents. They don't want any competition. They actually make their plant matter in a lab. They don't even use plant matter. <laughs> That's the kicker, dog. They're not even using plant matter. It's a synthetic. So we have all these billions of dollars being spent on these the rage in the machine, CBD oil. CBD oil ain't the way to go, folks. It's incomplete. I have articles. I have videos proving this stuff. I did the $17 billion Rick Simpson oil blunder video. And also my seven-minute video on science finds um, CBD oil incomplete. Because when they do those high heat extraction processes, they just destroyed all the terpenes and about 50% of the other compounds, as well as destroying the genetic code of the plant. It's just insanity. It makes absolutely no sense. When you take, Doc, when you take your bananas off the tree and put them in a pot and throw some ethanol on them and wash them all up so you can get some of the nutrients out of those bananas, no, you just peel the sucker back and go to town. It's in its original state. Well, some of the manufacturers don't even use ethanol. They, they use... Uh, butane. Some, of them use, some oh. of them use butane. Some of them use acetone. No. I mean, they're using uh, unbelievably toxic agents to pull something out of the plant that they didn't have to pull out of there to begin with. And then they've got to evaporate that off. Right. When you, yeah, you, the, the, it started with Rick Simpson oil, and I'm not putting Rick down. I love Rick. He's done a good job. They had the primary molecule in it, which was THC, is why it worked somewhat. But imagine if you would have just kept the whole plant together, brother. I, I mean, the, I can, this is 32 jars of medicine off of one pound. They wash the one pound, throw the one pound in the trash can with 90% of the medicine still intact because they didn't get it on the first wash. That's the insanity of Big Pharma. And then you have Big Pharma also has a product called, uh, what the heck's the name of it? Um, anyways, it's a product that'll cost you $32,000 a year to buy through Big Pharma. It's a, it's an epidolix is the name of it. So I think it was put together by a friend and it, and it, it's 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 bad. It's it's just yeah. garbage, and they want to charge them thirty two thousand dollars a year for epidolix, which ain't gonna heal a thing. They don't even use plant matter in the lab to make the oil, so that's another sad part. And I'm finding a lot of these oil CBD oil makers are all in it for the money, and they're putting glycol, which is antifreeze, in, in uh, finding in some of these labeled CBD products. Doctor Courtney, what, what's your take on the uh, on the extracted oil from cannabis? You know, the plant doesn't need any improvement. It is perfection the way it comes out of the ground. And the, the in my mind, the less you do to it, the more you're going to get of the whole plant. And 
it is a little complicated because you know some people may not have the room to grow a plant. We've been recently supporting people sprouting, and, uh, and there are some interesting studies that between uh, day ten and fourteen, um, the little uh, the, the little cannabis plant goes from a sprout to a microgreen, and there's a cannabinoid spike uh, that has been reported in that four day window. And so the nice thing about that is if you've got a kitchen counter, you can be a sprout farmer and that gives you the right to, uh, you know, have a, a cup of fresh green sprouts. But you, you don't, you know, wheatgrass, you pick it maybe at seven, but with cannabis, you want to let them go a little further out so that you hit that cannabinoid spike. And um, the study does suggest that as, after you pass day 14, um, you obviously still have the little plan and it looks robust, uh, but the cannabinoid content falls off for the next two weeks. It begins to build permanently in the second month, peaking at the end of the third month. But if you're going to be doing sprouts, you know, currently we're, we're trying to reproduce the study. Um, you, you got a four day window. And if, if you can kind of write the date on the, uh, on the jar, when, uh, right. when you first see that first little green cotyledon, like when that pops, that's day one. And okay. then 10 days after that, you, you just pull them out, put them in your salad, they also are, are a little pungent, um, but they blend. They're low in fiber, so they'll blend into any juice. And there's, there's you don't have the fiber that you have with the uh, the regular plants. So they're a little more palatable, um, but you still need to manage the flavor a bit. And so blend them in another juice, vegetable or, or fruit or whatever you're doing. Or you I mean sprinkle them on the salad, particularly if you're like onions and garlic and you got some competitive flavors out there. Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But uh, the cannabis sprout is, is a way that every person can have food grade, living, fresh, vital material, you know, any, anywhere, you know, you can, uh, if you've got a laundry room, then you can build a rack and have 10, 12 bottles and start a bottle every two days. I would kind of recommend about a, a cup of sprouts a day um, or a cup to two. So if you're doing a if you're doing a, a a quart jar sprout, you know, then you'd be doing a pint a day, and that is a very robust amount of sprouts. I mean, uh, you can take that pint and have that on three meals. Um, you can tuck it in your cheek, and I, like we were saying briefly earlier, if you absorb these terpenes and uh, flavonoids and, ca and cannabinoids through the oral mucosa, they go directly into the venous system which are rushed by the liver. Only 10% of venous blood is shunted for metabolism. So when you do oral absorption, you get 90% of, uh, of those elements delivered to the arterial system, which is where you want them for all the cells of the body and brain. Um, if you do uh, intestinal absorption, um, then 100% of what is absorbed has to negotiate the liver where a significant portion is metabolized and they attach molecules to make it more soluble so it's excreted in the urine. So the, the oral absorption is if you're if you're low on quantity, you want to go oral because it's going to be more protected, giving you higher serum levels. Yeah. Okay. So and if if uh, if somebody isn't able to go to edibleheelingpaste.com and actually get the, the paste product um, if they're not able to do that, uh, what should they look for as far as are they getting hemp seed? Is it uh, like GMO? Is it viable? Uh, is it organic? Um, is it is it hulled um, or shelled? Uh, what, what do they look for if they're actually looking to buy the raw viable seed that they can sprout? 
So you generally would want to search for organic sproutable cannabis seed. Um, if it's been shelled, you, you have that. It's a very excellent source of adestin, which is uh, a really robust protein that has yeah. all the amino acids well represented. So as a nutritional food, um, when you take the shell off the hemp seed, you'll find that in cereal and candy bars and snacks and bread. And so it's, it's an excellent, excellent seed in terms of, of protein. But if, you're, if you get a hold of living viable seed, the main thing you want to do is make sure it's not agricultural seed that has been treated with a fungicide. So if you open the bag and it's pink, you know, send that to a neighbor who wants to plant it because that, that, uh, th those topical poisons uh, allow the plant to sprout and to give it a better full germination rate, but makes it a very poor choice for, for dying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, other they, than that, yeah, uh, yeah. See, it's a matter of uh, references, finding some good seeds. I'm on the internet. I'm also on, um, on, uh, 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 it, not Instagram, but Telegram. Telegram. And I'm on in lots of groups. There's lots of cannabis groups out there. There's tons of stuff. Folks, if you're looking for stuff, get on Instagram, get, get on Telegram, start looking around. They got all sorts of information. They have seed carriers. You got people that probably carry the genetic, the non-GMO seeds as well. You just got to do a little homework. Yeah. And, you know, and if you can kind of divide it in, to, I mean, at least in my thinking, I divide it in two ways. The person that wants acute relief um, because they've injured, they have pain, they have, you know, there's something that's acutely going on. And those that have a predisposition to just disorders like diabetes or heart disease, and they're looking for a, a dietary improvement to prevent, you know, hypoxia and, and glucose issues. It's so, really good. Uh, it really does help the, uh, the blood sugar. It, it deals with blood. It helps blood sugar issues. Doc, I did a I did a 90-day stint on just hemp powder that I bought from this company out of Canada. Did a 90-day stint. I put it on my groceries. I did a juicing once a day. I uh, just did one meal replacement. Went from 200 to 155 in a matter of 90 days, and I wasn't even trying to lose weight. But if you've got weight issues, you got blood pressure issues, this plant matter, uh, the hemp powder that I take as, a, as for dense nutrition or hemp leaves works like a charm. Yeah. And, and then the idea is if you, get, if you can get sproutable seeds, then you're in that enviable position of being able to grow it in your home. And you know there's no pesticides, herbicides, miticides, fungicides. You know it's food grade. You, I mean, because you're the ones that's uh, washing it and draining it daily. And the, the, the key is to try to hit that four-day window. So be sure you mark the quart jar as to when that first green cotyledon appears. 10 days after that, then just start putting it in your salads and food and sandwiches and you, you end up you know, creating the, the most uh, ideal of, of plant material. Um, and you know that no one else has uh, you know, run some kind of insecticide, well, herbicide. Yeah. And it's going to become, it's going to become a new cottage industry as well, doc, because you know, I'm hooked up with some folks up in Crestview, so I'm, you know, I take it, you know, I'm, they, a lot, we have a lot of organic growers, that the, and now the community is starting to get on board and connect. These communities are booming, because I want to create a community program, you know, teach people how to grow sprouts in those buckets. You know, there's re this one guy did a one-hour video on how to make six-digit income growing dense food nutrition in your home. You don't have to have a garden. So all these people that are stuck in their minds, I don't have any room. I live in a city. Well, I did a show in 2015 on sprouting your stuff, whether it be, you know, I, I, my, my buddy actually had hemp mats that you put your seeds in 
And uh, anyways, he actually teaches people how to make hempcrete and stuff like that. He's a pretty sharp guy. Um, uh, James Novak. Anyways, I did a show on growing dense nutrition in your house. Folks, it, this is time for us, to, for the people to step up. There's lots and lots of educators out there. There's lots of good videos. This is why I know what I know, Doc. I'm willing to go look. People got to, they got to get out, get off the idiot box and start doing their own homework. And then it's so easy to find. I mean, all this information, you can just ask your computer, you can find anything on anything. Dr. Courtney, I'd like to circle back on the, on the <laughs> acute relief point that you had made before. Mm-hmm. Uh, what should people do if they are, they're in need of or looking for acute relief? Well, in general, that's where you go to the the psychoactives because uh, I've had hundreds of patients say, um, "I'm still in pain, but I don't care." And so you can you can actually distance yourself kind of emotionally in in terms of vulnerability, um, and so you can get a very immediate kind of uh, negotiation of a painful situation. You know, THC, delta eight, delta nine. You know, there's some other minor ones that are involved those allow you to take any break. So that would be for your immediate management of torn shoulder, tennis elbow, I fell and injured myself, I got a laceration, I'm post-surgical, you know, that that's going to give you that, uh, you know, comes on in a couple of minutes, you know, and, and it's cleared in 20 to 30 and lasts for two to three hours. Um, you know, so small doses regularly, um, and that's where you want to you want to heat the plant. Whether you're heating your sprouts, whether you're heating your leaf, whether you're heating, whether you've got access to paste, um, the heat uh, will take. I mean, there's a, like 121 the ratio between THC acid, which is what's in the raw raw plant that's non psychoactive, to one molecule of THC, which is the psychoactive. When you heat it, you shift that dramatically towards THC by taking that carboxyl acid group off of the THC acid. So you decarboxylate it, you create THC, you create the psychoactive effect. So humans for 10,000 years have been sautéing, baking, smoking, vaporizing, um, you know, anything that they can do, steeping it into tea. The heat is what produces the in- immediate relief distraction. Um, and then you know, at other levels, it becomes recreational or artistic or inspirational and you know, that becomes more of a, of a different pursuit. But when you're doing, you know, sprouts and microgreens and law and the raw leaf, um, that's the critical nutrition that supports uh, the, the cells of the body. Because every day I would, I would request anyone listening to this, take 10 to 15 minutes and learn something more about the endogenous cannabinoid system. It regulates the intracellular function allowing that cell to kind of respond to the needs of the organism and try to interface. I mean, biochemistry has to occur inside of a, inside of a cell, but the, the energy of biochemistry is trying to propel, you know, a hundred trillion celled organism, you know, in a society. And so that interface is key. And within the cell, the endogenous cannabinoid system is what kind of coordinates cell function, cell productivity, and is the output comparable to meeting the needs of the organism. And the plant brings in the exogenous cannabinoids to support the endogenous cannabinoids. So those are both 20 carbon, 20, 21 carbon molecules, but the plant comes in and if there's any kind of genetic abnormality or dietary deficiency, uh, the plant will come in and support that uh, improving cell function and one particular cell, the antigen-presenting cell, is a 
It's a white blood cell. It's a macrophage. It's a large cell. And what it does is it's monitoring for abnormal cell growth. And it's looking for it everywhere in the serum, in between the cells, in the interstitial fluid. Um, and if that white blood cell sees what it thinks is a, dis- a dysplasia, is a cell that is becoming abnormal. Um, and then if it progresses further, the dysplastic cell will become a neoplasia or neoplastic, meaning that at that point it loses cell contact inhibition. Um, and that's the definition of cancer where it just keeps growing. It no longer inhibits its growth. Well, this APC, the uh, cell is under the, its maturation is under the cannabinoid control. Um, they would say it's under the endogenous cannabinoid control, um, but the exogenous cannabinoids come in and support it. So the last place you want a deficiency is in the immune system monitoring for um, dysplasias or cancers when they're at that very minimal s- stage, meaning they're, they're, there's no clinical evidence yet. Um, and so it's, it's preclinical. But if you, can, if you can pick up an abnormal cell, what, they, what that does is it takes the address, the antigenic surface marker of that abnormal cell, bites off that address, and then presents it to the immune system, which then mounts a response, produces antibodies that come out and attach to that cell, and also produces the cell-mediated immunity that come out and rupture the nuclear membrane, killing the cell, evacuate the contents, and essentially just vacuuming it out of the body. So the immune system is incredibly powerful, and a million times a day, rumors are it does it's doing what it needs to do. But uh, a cancer is a cancer because the body assumes that it's okay. It looks at it and says, okay, you know, that's, there's the, that's, that's normal. And if you can improve the, the discrimination, um, then you end up being able to uh, come back and say, I don't know what this is. It's everywhere, but I want it out of here. So that's the, the, the magic of these cannabinoid you know, products, you know, paste, juices. Um, there's a woman down in Southern Cal near, uh, that does a, Vida. She's doing a raw cannabis juice. Uh, you know, the problem is you, know, you have to be within a couple hundred miles to get it easily. Um, but, you know, if you can't get a product in your area, um, you can go on the organic seed sites, Hemp Industry Association, yep. get yourself five, 10 pounds of sprouts, and then you become your own gardener. Then you know it's food grade because anytime you're buying it someplace else, Somebody's about to have a big wipeout with you know spider mites, and so they spray, and they may just use sulfur, but they may go to a miticide, you know, a vectin, or something that you don't want in your food. And no one's ever going to tell you because the grower is about to lose twenty, thirty thousand. He can't pay his mortgage and car payment, so they do what they need to do to get their product to market. And yeah. sometimes that ends compromised quality. So when you are the farmer, you know you're not going to put poison on your food and. Uh, then you are good to go and you know that it's good for anyone in your family or anyone who's about to join your family that, you know, obviously I'm a strong advocate for uh, intrauterine support of the endogenous cannabinoid system. So all the way along, it's an amazing, like I said, if we use it as food, we'll never need it as medicine. And that is, uh, that's a phrase that you, you know, can make a tattoo on, put it on your shirt, write it on the wall in the kitchen, uh, cannabis, dietary cannabis, uh, eliminates the need for therapeutic cannabis. Uh, Sourcing. Sourcing is so important. Sourcing it from a trusted source. Know your humans. Uh, You know, guys, I deal with with these masters of the universe. 
flavors and I know they know their stuff. I deal with mushroom guys. I will bring psilocybin to the game uh, here in the near future as well because it's uh, been proven to help with depression and uh, rewrite the, the brain and get rid of the bad energy. But uh, yeah, they're doing lots of studies on psilocybin now, brother. But uh, guess what? Big Pharma's going to get into that game and they're going to screw it up just like they've done with the CBD oil, which is a colossal failure. CBD oil cannot get you off of psychotropins. CBD oil cannot get you off of Xanax, can't get you off of any of the chemicals. The pace works like a charm. Usually in 30 days or less, I get them off of all their poisons they're taking from Big Pharma and they get their life back. Uh, well, the come on now. The CBD oil is not the only thing they've screwed up. Even in the, the medical marijuana arena they're spraying it with what my clabutanil doc did you know that you know i, I was doing research in 2014 and yeah the, the lovely state of colorado denver actually sprays the plant matter with a, a a chemical to market for their taxable event now you put that crap on tobacco you smoke it it converts to cyanide in your bloodstream no they won't do it to tobacco but they did it to the cannabis in these all these shops i don't know if they're still doing it yeah, people got to do their homework, but know what you smoke, folks. I don't smoke none of that crap from these dispensaries. They're, they're, they're crossbreeding it. They're doing genetic coding. They're doing crazy crap to the plant. They just couldn't let it stand in its own light. They got to go and screw up a good dream. Yeah, that is sad. That's really sad. Yeah, Mike, Mike Labutinol. Yeah, I, I, they passed legislation on it back in 2014. I couldn't hardly believe what I was reading, Doc. And I mean, I posted that article about the Mike Labutinol says, know, know your source and know what you're smoking. Because... And my friend Barbara, my hemp textiles queen, she went and bought some from the dispensary over there in uh, Glenwood. So this it was proving what I already what I what I read and what I knew because she smoked it. She got nausea, vomiting, and everything after she smoked it. I said, "Yeah, you got that myclobutanol laden crap that they authorized here in the state to market for their taxable event." See, they can't leave nothing alone. So all you people that are buying weed out there, you better look before you leap. Uh, I know my source. I only get organic. I always have organic, brother. Yeah. Yeah. And and then for those, like I said, the, you know, the sprouting is is a way an 80-year-old woman, the 34th floor of Los Angeles, can have yes. pre premium grade, food grade. And you know there's no sprays, poisons on it. Because you took that seed, you're going to wash that seed off, and, and then you sprout it. And you've got you've got f the best food on the planet. And you know that nobody has uh, tried to recover from a problem and inadvertently you know, put some poisons on there, or they would, you know, to to manage an infestation. You know, you be your be your own farmer and uh, yes. grow your own food, and uh, you'll be way down the road ahead of those that are relying upon other people who, you know, they get desperate and desperate people do desperate things, and that makes for desperate food. Eric, I'm going to show you something, Doc. I, I'm going to share something with our audience because I'm going into the hemp powder game because I have sources. I have two sources now with 300,000 pounds, and I've got their certificate of authenticity, so I know the stuff is good. I, there's no chemicals. Oh, okay. Well, while he goes to get that, yep. uh, it's, um, it's awesome that things like hemp paste are around because uh, – you may be able to sprout, and that would be, of course, the, the most healthy option. You'd be able to uh, sprout seed like anywhere. But yeah. if you don't want to take the time 
to source the seed, to sow the seed, to count the days. Uh, is hemp paste a, a viable option? It's something you can just buy, you put it in your refrigerator, you take a dose a day, and you're done. Yeah, two doses a day. Uh, yeah, CBD, I have them do a morning dose, and I eat those. It keeps the body activated 24-7. Yeah, and so, you well, know. Well, dose. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, but and I'm they're creating, also. I'm sorry, Paul. It was, I was, I was on this hemp powder. See, I, I, I was planning on getting buckets well, of this. Uh, hang on, uh, hang on a minute, Peter. Pounds of plant matter here. This would lay us a family of five a year if they had no other food source on the planet, and all they had was it. They would survive stellarly. Okay, all right, uh, Dr. Courtney, what were you saying? I don't know. I got. I was. I was impressed with the thought. I mean, that, I. I, I I like I like the if it you know I've always been blessed. I've lived in California for thirty years, and it was always medical there. And I, I once I get into that, you know, people would just bring me you know truckloads of leaf. You know, I asked for some leaf, and suddenly I got a you know a, a full size pickup full of leaves. So I go, I can't wow. deal with that. But you you know you, you, if you can, if you can grow a plant, then you pretty much are. And I think most many states allow that now. And, uh, you know, if you get it out in the sunlight and then give it maybe if you give it a little additional light, you can keep that plant in veg for decades and it'll just keep producing vegetative leaf and pull that off, put it in your cheek. That's that's a simple way. You know, you're, you're not kind of doing the sprouting thing. But for people that, you know, either don't have access or space for the, the whole plant, the sprout yeah. is a way to enter it, you know, on your kitchen counter. And then if you really, really like it and you find, well, my, you know, I've gotten away from the steroids and the painkillers and the anti-inflammatories, and this is yeah. pretty amazing, you know, then you could go up to the next level and say, well, maybe I'll try to put a couple of plants on the back porch. And, uh, you know, and then also like the paste is something that, you know, you get an infestation, your, your thing is down. You want to have a product that steps in and, you know, you can take with you traveling easily. You put it in your suitcase, put it in your purse, you're, you're yeah. good to go. And. Um, it, it fills in when you know maybe having right. access. But I mean, we used to. You're not in a, yeah in a position yeah. to buy. Well, like my friend Sue yeah. out of Colorado, she's a healer, and uh, she would juice uh, the cannabis leaves every morning we have for breakfast uh, with some carrots and apples and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, that you talk about dense green nutrition, boy. I'll tell you what, you felt like a human. Yeah, <laughs> and we used to it, do it. We we uh, we would go from Southern California, Northern. Uh, we went. We had a, a LA. A hospital child issue so we were down there but then we were seeing patients and we would we would stop and uh, we would pull our juicer out and we would be juicing in the bathroom and you know so we would take our juices with us and we just keep juicing um, you know so once you once you try it you tend to like it and then you just got to figure out okay how do i make this you know comfortable and easy and, and not a big pain and and there, and there comes times you're going to get on a plane is like, okay, I can't you know, start up my sprout. And we used to travel a lot to Europe and the Middle East. And, uh, and so in that case, we would, we would take uh, edibles. And that probably is crossing a line somewhere, but we'll stop talking about that now. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Whoa, I don't know what, what's wrong there, with that guy. Okay, now hemp paste is is legal in all fifty states, so there's no problem with with crossing state lines with it. Nope. But yeah, nobody's going to jail. It, our, our stuff gets sent to every state. 
We also you need to go. They go need to go look inside the edibleheelingpaste.com. Like go take a look at. We have cocoa bars. We have hemp cream cream that puts on transdermally. We make it with frankincense and myrrh. Helps for psoriasis and stuff like that. For joint aches and stuff like that. Brad's uh, done some good work uh, creating these new products. And all of us, you can you can go read. It's a very very short list of what's in our products, brother. There is no chemicals. There's no fillers. There's no whey. There's no poisons. There's no soy. There's no isosceles. We are clean, dense nutrition. Wow. See the bird. The bird believed me. He knows. Yeah, get some of that. Give me some of that. Give me get. Hey. This is great. Hey, doc, this also works for doggy and kitty cancer and other maladies that the animals are suffering from. It's food grade medicine. You know, yeah. my friend has a dog and he's a he's a busy dog. He you know likes to poke his nose at my button. He's got the whoopee in his mouth and he's trying to give me a hard time. So I just give a dose of pace. He went laid on the couch for about 10 hours after that. Yeah. Left me alone. <laughs> one time one time I was coming out of a greenhouse and had an arm full of plants and uh, there were some goats that were free. And they were just eating the plant as fast, you know. And then pretty soon, I'm running to get to the house, and, and they're just chomping on the on the plant as I'm as I'm running to the house. And I said, "Yeah, they they recognize uh, they recognize good food, yeah. and they, they say plant you know, plant three well, times more than you need. One for the deer, one for you, one for the other animals." Right. Oh yeah, the deer the deer love mushrooms too. They love psilocybin. Yeah. That's why Santa's that's why his reindeers know how to fly. They're <laughs> They're taking a star ride with some mushrooms. Anyways, I'm working on the mushroom program too. So, you know, <coughs> folks, <clears throat> when you can free your mind, when you can rewrite your mood, oh, that bird, he loves me. I can tell. <laughs> when you can free your mind, see, he got the memo. See, you get to free your mind, folks. You become in touch with your own energy field so much better. You're more sensitive. You're, you, you become an overall better human being when you're on the medicine as well because that feeling of self-well-being like i do a t- I, I know i i need to give him a hit of the thc face he'd be I'd put him under he'd be, he'd be sleeping yeah, yeah 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 Anyways, that, would, that would help the reason i make a thc pace outside the box because there's so many cancer patients that are having so many issues and the upside is they can get off the chemo almost right out the chute and they choose if they choose not to do the chemo this will offset it can offset chemo if they're choosing to do chemo which they prefer they not See, the bird agrees with me. The chemo <laughs> destroys. See, the chemo destroys the DNA, the molecular structure of your human. So, folks, this will rebuild your DNA, and we could all use a little DNA rebuilding with all the crazy crap going on with our food supply and the water and stuff they're trying to put in the graphene. I mean, we've really got to look before we leave. We really got to educate ourselves because they're really going off the deep end to kill humanity and that's not it's not it's i'm not overstating it yeah that's pretty it's a pretty frightening frightening territory there and i've been looking a lot at the whole food and uh in in terms of the number of people you know i live in a third world so we're the group that is going to really have issues when they uh have difficulty getting a hold of wheat because wheat isn't just so much i mean they use it for every bread product baked product you know yeah. pasta product and so uh, you know i'd like the idea of being uh, we struggle really hard you know planting trees and vegetables and fortunately you know it, where we live it's it's pretty easy i mean you you spit some seeds out the window of the kitchen and pretty soon you have rose apple trees and 
you have uh, moringa trees and um but i lived uh, i lived in the midwest and then in the west coast for 30 years in each place and you know when you i just feel strongly for people that have two or three months of snow and winter and you know how are you going to really feed yourself if you had to i i guess you know the americans are going to be pretty lucky because they've got such strong resources yeah the 20 but the 20 the, the the this big bucket would feed a family of four with hemp dense nutritional powder you have your food supply covered for a year that's how yeah. that's how i mean so I, 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 the reason I'm thinking like this, Doc, is and I'm connecting with other people in the in the hemp realms because I know how good it is as a food grade, dense nutritional source. So I'm going to open the door for humanity so that they don't starve to death. And you know, you're talking a year supply of dense food nutrition, and it's your it's your backup. As long as you got a backup, you'll be fine. Yeah. But those 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 other products they sell, like you know the the Patriot pro, you know, a thousand dollars for a bunch of 2000 calorie meals that I don't know what the hell's in them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your palate will probably be happy, but you know, it's a lot of empty calories in those, in those, those, those packages. Uh, so, and you're going to spend a couple thousand dollars just to try and keep enough food products in your house for about $350. You're going to be good for a year on my uh, 10 pounds or 20 pounds of hemp powder. So I'll be opening that. In the next couple in the next month or so, I probably have to go to Colorado and set everything up and white label this and all that stuff. The uh, the medical Jane article on juicing health benefits they actually quoted you, Doctor Courtney, according to Doctor William Courtney, a dietary raw cannabis specialist and a strong believer in the plant's healing powers. You're actually walking away from 99% of the benefits cannabis provides when you cook or smoke cannabis. However, in its raw form, the cannabis plant contains both THCA and CBDA, two cannabinoids known for their medical benefits, each of, each of which must be heated in order to produce, to produce THC and CBD, respectively. Only when you decarboxylate THCA, turning it into THC, does it cause psychoactive effects or the high most associated with smoking cannabis. That's big. Well, That's I big. Love, you know, Paul? Yeah. And, I, mean, I, love, and that, you know, Doc, I love my high. This is not like smoking a joint. When you take a dose of this paste, it's not like a head high. It's a body high. It's a feeling of well self. It's a feeling of self well-being. Paul's taking some of my medicine. I'm sure he... Uh, when I take my medicine, I feel at one with myself and the planet, and my brain works a lot better. It's not about being stoned. It's not about getting high. This is about healing the human, and especially if they're on chemicals and they want to get off of them. This paste will get it. Will take them off the stuff in no time flat. Okay, Doctor uh, Courtney, you were you go yeah, ahead. This, yeah, this year uh, I think it was Oregon State put out an excellent article about uh, CBDA and, and CBGA. Um, so the those two medicinal acidics are really involved in um, coronaviral, how it attaches. It attaches to the ACE2 receptor. And so those two cannabinoid acids are, are very potent in uh, blocking attachment. And first you have to attach and before you can enter into the cell. So uh, it was a very, <clears throat> very interesting. And if anyone out there is, is interested, um, ask Dr. Bill, A-S-K-D-R-B-I-L-L at gmail.com. Um, I can uh, send you that article because you know, this this neocove is is a version of the coronavirus with 
Uh, currently, it's in an animal um, environment, but with a single amino acid mutation, it will begin to affect humans. And it has a 30, 30% lethality. It's a MERS, a MERS lethality, but it also has the COVID transmissibility. So NeoCov could turn our culture, society, and humanity inside out, upside down. And if uh, CBDA and CBGA provide you with protection, re research that, look into that, and then take a look at that uh, OSU article because that's reason enough that you want to make sure you're getting a good, healthy dose of those cannabinoid acids to uh, gird you against this. Because uh, at some point, NeoCov will bust out, and when it does, um, it's going to make all the rest of the coronaviruses uh, really a, a minor problem. A healthy dose from a reputable, reliable source. Yes. Yeah, you don't want to be buying a bunch of poisons. I mean, my reputable, reliable is I know that CBDA and CBGA are very strong in the living plant. Medicinal acidics are anywhere from 50 to 100 times as, as prevalent as the decarboxylated version. So the plant is really a robust source of the medicinal acidics. And I'll also send along a, a copy of that medicinal acidic cannabinoids patent because that the whole whole focus of that patent is on the uh, acidic forms, and and then this recent iteration, meaning uh, its application for this coronavirus, just kind of focuses one area of, of intense interest. But it works with all viruses and as well as many other biological conditions. But um, NeoCov, you're, you're going to want to know about it. You're going to want to know what you're going to do. You want to know what your exit strategy is. You want to know about your isolation strategy. If when NeoCov is out, you don't want to then be trying to figure it out because um, that virus is going to it's going to take the MERS lethality, which you know, was very non-transmissible. So MERS was the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome was very encapsulated, localized. But this is going to be as infectious as COVID, and it's going to go like wildfire. But instead of people going to the hospital, they're going to be going to the morgue. Okay. Well, they, it sounds like a good time to take a break. Let's take a break for just a minute and find out more about EdibleHealingPaste.com. I am Paul from EdibleHealingPaste.com, and I'm honored to be affiliated with MyNutra makers of hemp paste. Hemp paste is a whole food product that still contains most, if not all, of the terpenes, phytonutrients, essential elements, and CBDs of the raw hemp plant. CBD oil manufacturing methods strip away living essential elements, leaving only one, a dead CBD oil. CBD oil alone simply cannot support the entourage effect that occurs when hemp paste's essential nutrients go to work to support your optimum health. Almost 200 terpenes and over 500 other phytonutrients work together with a synergistic effect that simply doesn't happen with CBD oil alone. Visit EdibleHealingPaste.com to learn more and be sure to check out the impressive array of hemp paste-enriched products while you're there. That's EdibleHealingPaste.com. EdibleHealingPaste.com. And this program is uh, supported in part by EdibleHealingPaste.com. So uh, we've got about a minute uh, a minute for each of you to have uh, closing comments. We're just about at the end of the program. Yeah. And uh, let's, uh, let's hear from uh, Dr. Peter. Uh, give, us, uh, give us some closing remarks for a minute. Anyways, uh, 
uh, uh, Hippocrates said, I'm going to end it on this note. Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine. And that's my story. And I'm sticking to it, folks. Dense food grade plant matter in a jar or off the plant itself. Uh, if anybody wants to know more about the nighttime pace that I do carry, uh, feel free to email me. Paul will have the, my email in the drop down. My point of contact email is edibleheelingpaste at protonmail.com, which parallels Paul's edibleheelingpaste.com, which gets you the link to the house to the hemp products. And so if anybody has any questions for Doc or they'd like to find out more, I can, I'm can. i a good educator. I send out great information to educate people on this plant. So uh, we have to teach them, too, because most are totally unaware of the major benefits this plant can do to get them off of the psychotropics, the chemicals. And Big Pharma, from what I'm hearing, is going to have some problems over the next few months. And people are going to have problems getting their psychotropics. Hey, Doc, have you ever seen what happens to people when they run out of their medicines? That's like Xanax and they have to get off like rapidly uh it's not good it's it's no. not gonna be it's not gonna be good for a lot of people they're they're gonna their brains are gonna blow up a little bit you know if they can't get their poison medicine but the the upside is the solution is they can get off those medicines if they're having a problem get on the pace and they won't have to worry about side effects issues or having uh, any medical issues with uh, getting off those toxins yeah study the endogenous cannabinoid system that will force you to really look at this plant um, as an important dietary element. And then the question is getting in connection, find yourself uh, a source of the seeds. And if you have any questions, so if you have an acute issue and there's some strain things going on there, then long-term dietary, there are other strain recommendations. But the, the bottom line recommendation is any living green cannabis plant is better than none, a lot better than none. But if you have some specific issues, I've uh, had over 18,000 interviews with patients. So I've covered the ballpark pretty much yep. and can provide, a, you know, a 30 years worth of experience in this area to make sure you're, you're barking up the right tree. And you can reach me at 707-961-1420, Northern California number, or ask drbill at gmail.com. And hopefully that'll be out there somewhere to, to, uh, to hook up with that. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for joining us today, Doc Peter and Dr. William Courtney. It's been a very, very informative program and uh, it definitely gives people a lot to think about for sure. So thank you so much. This is Logical Thinking on Global Voice Network and bbsradio.com. Uh, you can also see us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, DLive, Rumble, and Odyssey. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Paul, and everybody have a great day.